I'm in the island hopping mood, and so we're actually going to head to another island that you don't even need a passport for. I mean, you have to use a passport for travel anywhere in the Caribbean, Canada, and Mexico now, but there is one place that you can actually visit the, um, the, a tropical island without a passport. And here to tell us more about this beautiful destination and certainly one of my favorite places is Mary Jo Lombarde, Deputy Executive Director for Puerto Rico Tourism. Mary Jo, welcome to the Traveling on Radio Show. Hi, how are you? Thank you very much for having us in the show. Can you oh, yeah, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. As I stated, you know, Puerto Rico is one of my favorite places, and uh, uh, I can't wait to go back and maybe even do a live remote from there too. We'll see. But uh, to, you know, it, it's it it truly is a beautiful Caribbean uh, uh, destination where no passport is required for uh, U.S. visitors because it's a, it's U.S. territory. Tell us uh, t- what makes this island just so fantastic. Well, one of the things that makes Puerto Rico so special, it's, it has this unique combination that you really cannot find anywhere else in the Caribbean, which is a combination of a truly Caribbean island, and when you're really getting a flavor of Latin America and, and Caribbean, in combination with the fact that we're part of the U.S., so you get all of the excitement and the great experience of visiting a, a, a different culture without leaving home, basically, because one of the things that makes us so easy, it's so easy to get to you. You've talked about the fact that there's no passport required. There's also the fact that there's so many airlines with so many direct flights from San Juan to the U.S. mainland that makes it a great destination for a quick weekend getaway. And the fact that there's an additional safety of in knowing that you're still at home, you still, you know, know that you have the same laws as in the States, your driver's licenses can work in the island, your, your, even your medical insurance will work in Puerto Rico hospitals and U.S. hospitals have U.S. trained um, doctors. So you have all the safety of knowing that you're still in the United States while, while still getting that exotic island um, experience. Now, Mary Jo, you, you mentioned one of the things that makes uh, Puerto Rico so great from uh from visiting stateside is, is the accessibility. And, and what a lot of people may not realize is that uh, there are other airports other than San Juan through which uh, uh, travelers can reach reach the island. Uh, uh, there are airlines such as JetBlue that have uh, other gateway cities uh, to which they fly from places like New York. Talk to us about some of those. Yes. Um, as you know, Puerto Rico has its main international airport. It's the San Juan Airport, and we have flights with all the major airlines flying directly to Puerto Rico. We have Continental, American Airlines, U.S. Airways, United, Delta, JetBlue, Spirit, AirTran, all the major airlines really coming into the island. But then you also have two regional airports on the west and south part of the island. The, the, the airport on the, on the west side of the island is called Puerta del Sol. Um, it's our Aguadilla International Airport, and we have flights coming in from New York as well as from Fort Lauderdale, and actually now also have connections from Aguadilla to Dominican Republic for those of you who are thinking about having a multi-island vacation. And then you also have Ponce, which is in the south part of Puerto Rico. Ponce Mm -hmm. is about an hour and a half drive from San Juan. Aguadilla is another 
hour and a half away on the other direction, which is great because if you're thinking about visiting some of the southern parts of Puerto Rico, you don't have to, you know, get on a car and drive two hours. Ponce also welcomes visitors from from New York and, and, and Fort Lauderdale. And you know, one of the things that I I love about uh, about the island is that it it ha- it offers everything. You have the shopping in Old San Juan. You have uh, the restaurants. Um, I stayed when I was there uh, with some family in Condado, and um, did the most wonderful scuba diving. You have some of the best scuba diving I've ever experienced in the world. So I'm I'm you know I'm very partial to the island for that reason as well. Um, so you have you have all of these offerings. Yes. And, and that's one of the great things about having all these regional airports because you can really do whatever you want. For example, if you want to have a vacation where you have a little bit of everything, you have the choice of starting in San Juan, renting a car with any of the major U.S. car rental companies. They all have offices in Puerto Rico. And like I said, your driver's license will work just like any out-of-state driver's license in the States. Um, and grab a car, spend a few days in San Juan, and then go around the island doing a little bit of, like you were saying, the scuba diving or visiting um, a rainforest or a dry forest in the southern part of the island and have a few days to drive around. But if you're really, for example, if you're a hardcore golfer or a hardcore scuba diver, then you can really choose to go straight into one of the regional airports like the Aguadilla Airport that goes into the west side of Puerto Rico where some of the best scuba diving in Puerto Rico is you can find out by Mona Island on the, or, in, or close to it in La Parguera. Scuba diving in the west is just fantastic. If you're into surfing, did you know that Puerto Rico is one of the world's best surfing locations? It's also located on the west side of Puerto Rico. We get a lot of um, surfing in the winter months where it's cold up upstate and it's still warm in the island. Our, our our best season for surfing is actually January and February coming up. And if you're into golfing, for example, then you can get a car from San Juan and go into one of our many resorts on the east coast of the island, which is like not even 40 minutes away, and get, you know, play at a PGA quality uh, tournament course. We actually have a PGA tournament in Puerto Rico every March, and the, the Trump International Golf Course, which hosts the Puerto Rico Open, is only like 40 minutes away from the airport. And it's in a beautiful resort called the Grand Melia Resort in, in mm-hmm. Now, Mary Jo, uh, I know a lot of travelers today are kind of looking for different experiences and maybe thinking out of the box about things that they can do. And one of those things that, uh, again, is, I guess, somewhat new because of the new coffee zone is that folks yes. can 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 tour the plantations, the coffee plantations, or, or half the end of Talk to us about uh, about this opportunity in, uh, yes. in, in visiting Puerto Rico today. It's one of our newest products. And what, what, we, what we've done is Puerto Rican coffee has, for over many years, been known as, as one of the top quality coffees in the world. But for many years, the coffee-growing haciendas had been closed to the public and they were strictly production operations. And what we've done is we've worked with the agriculture department in identifying those top-of-the-notch coffee-producing plantations and work with them to open them up to the public so that you can go and not only experience the coffee-picking and coffee-making process firsthand, but you can learn about you know, all the different elements that come into play when making a perfect cup of coffee. And let me tell you, I didn't know that much about it when I started 
when we started the project, and I realized that being a coffee barista is probably more complicated than being a wine taster. It's just so many elements coming in, and it's great to learn about all that. And then they're all located in the, most of them, are located in the west and southwest of Puerto Rico. And one of the best things is that two of them actually are um, bed and breakfast. They are, are what we call a parador, or a Puerto Rican version of a bed and breakfast, um, which are small family-owned hotels where actually you have the coffee plantation in the same place as the hotel. So you can spend a day going around through the different haciendas and stay right on one of them um, during the night. And it's a beautiful experience, and it's a great value because the paradores are family-owned small properties that usually are much better value than a, than a higher-end hotel. Now, are these uh, are these haciendas? Are they? Um, do you have links on your website? Yes, you can go to our website. www.gotopuertorico.com. We have a link to our coffee process and our coffee haciendas, as well as all the major events happening in the island, and all the things that I've talked to you about, things to do, places to go. Our website also has a great booking engine where you can not only book your hotel, you can book your airline, your hotel your car rental, and even your tours, so you can do your complete trip planning while, while in the go to www.gotopuertorico.com website. And I have to emphasize, you know, that there's no reason not to visit the island. Number one, it's U.S. territory. The currency is the same. English is uh, is the, the official or widely spoken language. Um, you know, it, it, and it's a one-stop island shop, really, um, because of everything. That's exactly what it is. When, when we tell our customers to explore beyond the shore, it's precisely to do that. There's so many things to do. You don't have to sacrifice or compromise with your family. There, there's truly something for everybody here, from the father to the mother to the kids to couples. Um, there's so many things to do in the island. I know that if you come, you'll be satisfied. And like you said, it's easy and it's safe, and you can come in with a total confidence knowing that you're still in the United States. Indeed. And the beaches are gorgeous. I've experienced yes. them myself. <laughs> you should, well, definitely, you, we really invite you to come and see if we can do that video that you wanted to do because some of the beaches that have opened up in the recent years are just incredible. There are two, different, two small islands located on the east side of Puerto Rico called Vieques and Culebra. I know Vieques um, in the past five years has really changed dramatically because it was once a U.S. Navy base. And the Navy left five years ago, and over the last few years, the land has been slowly returning to the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico and some of the beaches that were not open to the public in the past and now slowly coming in um, uh, available for, for the public. And these are the most pristine, natural state beaches you will see ever, just because they were away from development and, and resorts for so many years. It's hard to find such beautiful, pristine beaches these days. I, I agree. And really one, other, one, and other, one, one other quick point before we go. Uh, at least in San Juan, the public transportation system, as I remember it, is superb. I mean, you can get from Condado to Old San Juan to, I mean, you know, yes. to the airport um, because it's very comprehensive. The the public transportation system. Definitely, have a, we have a great public transportation system, and we also have a fairly new um, high um, velocity speed transportation system, the train, the urban train, which is basically like a subway system. 
that connects some of the major points in, in, in the San Juan area. So that's a great addition for, for people who really, you know, don't have time to, to wait for a public transportation bus. And the system is now up and running, and it's fantastic. It's right on time all the time. It's new. It's clean. It's beautiful. Oh, wonderful. Oh. Well, that, that, now I really have to come back and, and experience <laughs> that. 